So ladies and gentlemen, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. This is the podcast. This is episode number 602. Glory, glory. What I was going to say is where modesty, wearing modest apparel, women, not only covers up your beautiful body that God gave you that men will lust after. I mean, that's, you know, you got, you got many Christian men who are lying and say, oh, they don't lust. And they're, pro- they're halfway effeminate, halfway gay, uh, whatever. But the fire that is in the belly of a man towards a beautiful woman is, is a raging fire. And, uh, I mean, it's no matter how wonderful they appear and how well-dressed, doesn't matter what their position is, Uh, many, many mighty men have fallen to a beautiful woman. And uh, I mean, and and just like yesterday, and I know some folks are not going to like it, but the only reason why that that woman was taking pictures with Trump and... uh, uh, and one of the other congressmen on his golf course is because she was beautiful. That's all. That's how she got in to Mar-a-Lago where all of the important information was kept. One reason. Because she was fine. That's it. That's it. Men go crazy. Powerful men. Educated men. Rich men go crazy over a fat woman, P-H-A-T, fat, go crazy. They lose their minds. They lose their marbles. They lose their money. They lose their prestige. They lose their integrity and everything else over a fine, fat woman. That's a fact. That's how, and God made the women that way. Because God wants us to get married to these creatures and have babies and repopulate the earth. There's some countries right now begging couples to have sex and have more babies. America, uh, America is definitely going down that road with their sanctioning uh, and condoning homosexual marriage and homosexuality and other such demonic foolishness that can't produce any children. But the other flip side of the modesty thing, ladies, nobody's picking on you. I'm just trying to help you. No person wants to be gawked at and, and, and seen as a piece of meat. Nobody, male or female. And they are, I mean, nobody. There are men that uh, women gawk at and, 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 and almost die for, okay? And, 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 and those men don't like that. They don't like that. Just like uh, no woman should like it. 
don't you don't even know me you 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 just ooh, come here all this da 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 I'm not uh uh Billy D. Williams, but I remember when I was in the Air Force and I was single and I was walking up to the NCO club, minding my business, there was two women down on the other side of the hill. Come here, come here, let me talk to you. I mean, I looked like something back in those days, but uh, uh, still I was not Billy D. Williams. Come here, they was calling me and and begging me to come down there and to talk with them, and I kept on walking. Uh, I think the reason why they were not that attractive to me. <clears throat> anyway. But anyway, and, and, and then now I got some older women, some what I call the uh, Downton Abbey women. They gray hair, got gray hair. Mm, how you doing today? White women. Uh, I, I, yeah, and they're passed by me, so I love to see a well-dressed man and a man all that's a girl. You better get out of here. They're older than me. Uh, and I don't give. You say what? You say well now, especially because number one, I'm I'm offended that you would even be interested in me like that, and and trying to whisper something to me and all this kind of thing. Uh, I'm offended because you older than I am. I, I, this is not Downton Abbey. But the other benefit of dressing modestly, women, for those of you who are not perfect, and nobody's perfect, it covers up your flaws. Clothes not only co cover up your perfections and your fineness, but clothes cover up your flaws, and we all have them. You know why uh, preachers with big bellies wear vests and coats all the time? It's because they want to cover up their rotundity, the fatness, the F-A-T fatness around the belly. That's all. You know why many women wear black, dark, dark blue, and men too? Because it makes you look slimmer. That's the, everybody knows that. It's a trick. Okay, so clothes benefit both ways. And it focuses men's attention on who you are. And, but what we have today is we have a whole bunch of women focusing on their looks and being attractive. And they're ugly on the inside. You need to focus on your inside, sweetheart. I tell men, young men all the time, okay, they may look good on the outside, but you better examine the inside. Or you're going to be in a mess. I mean, it's, it's amazing how such a creature so beautiful can be so hellacious and treacherous. Absolutely amazing. Anyway, I hope that will help you. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 6, reads, But we are all as an unclean 
nothing. And all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. And we all do fade as a leaf. And our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. Of course, that is so true. Uh, Dear friends, the believer is a new creature. He belongs to a holy generation and a peculiar people. The Spirit of God is in him, and in all respects, he is far removed from the natural man. But for all that the Christian is a sinner still, he is so from the imperfection of his nature, and will continue so to the end of his earthly life. My, my, my. The dark fingers of sin leave smuts upon our fairest robes every time. Sin mars our repentance. Ere the great potter has finished it upon the will, selfishness and pride defiles our tears and unbelief tampers with our faith. The best thing we ever did apart from the merit of Jesus Christ only swelled the number of our sins. For when we have been most pure in our own sight, yet like the heavens we are not pure in God's sight. And as he charged his angels with folly, Much more must he charge us with it, even in our most angelic frames of mind. We're filthy rags, our sins, our wickedness, and what we think is our righteousness is nothing but filthy rags in God's sight. The song which thrills to heaven and seeks to emulate seraphic strains hath human discords in it. The prayer which moves the arm of God is still a bruised and battered prayer. Go ahead Spurgeon. And only moves that arm because the sinless one Jesus Christ the great mediator has stepped in to take away the sin of our supplication. Go ahead Dr. Spurgeon. My, 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 the sin of our supplication. Mm -mm -mm. The most golden faith or the purest degree of sanctification to which a Christian ever attained on earth has still so much alloy in it as to be only worthy of the flames in itself, my, 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 considered. Every night we look in the glass, we see a sinner, and had need to confess we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. My, my God, God help us all. 
Oh, how precious the blood of Jesus Christ to such hearts as ours. For our hearts are wicked. Who can know it? How priceless a gift is his perfect righteousness. And how bright the hope of perfect holiness hereafter in Jesus Christ. Even now, though sin dwells in us, its power is broken. It has no dominion. It is a broken-backed snake. What, Spurgeon? What are you talking about? You're going way beyond me. We are in bitter conflict with it, but it is with a vanquished foe that we have to deal. Yet a little while and we shall enter victoriously into the city where nothing defileth. Glory be to God. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty there is a punishment for sin, always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift, of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us. And he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend, but I have some good news for you. 
You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, Pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, 
allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trust that Jesus Christ is your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.